ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the gun racks, the Norn Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Drew Poplin here with you today. I hope everyone had a fantastic end to their December. Having a great New Year so far. It feels a little weird getting back on the microphone since we recorded our last two episodes previously. Kind of had them waiting around the holiday season. We knew things would be crazy. So it took me a while to remember how to do my setup for the microphone. Uh, you think that would just be, uh, that'd be like second nature at this point. But yeah, getting back into the swing of things, um, I'm sure everyone here can probably relate to that feeling. Very excited to uh, talk about what we're talking about today, we are going over a guns.com article, the one I've been anticipating for a while. It's their top new handguns from 2023. So basically, it's just going over the handguns that were released in 2023 that were new releases, and they picked their 10 favorite. So we'll be looking over their list and then just kind of giving my thoughts on it today. Before we get into that, let's talk about SDI. Sonoran Desert Institute, otherwise known as SDI, is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and unmanned technology industries. SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission, the DEAC. Currently, we offer three programs in firearms technology, the Associate of Science in Firearms Technology, the Certificate in Firearms Technology, Gunsmithing, and finally, our brand new offering, the Certificate in Firearms Technology Handgun Specialist. Now, if you want more information about that uh, last program, our newest program, Handgun Specialist, uh, you can listen to our latest podcast episode. We actually have Rick Kasner, who is the program chair for the School of Firearms Technology. We go into a little bit of depth and detail about you know what is involved with that program exciting stuff but if you want more information about any of our program offerings you can head to our website that's www.sdi.edu and you can find out for yourself take a look i definitely encourage you to do that now let's go ahead and get into this uh because there's a lot to talk about this was an article as i mentioned by guns.com is by their staff so it's kind of a big article for them typically these end of year reviews tend to be like that and I always think it is important for us to take a good look back at the year before, before we jump forward, before we start getting these new announcements, uh, which the new announcements I'm hoping should be, you know, starting to pile in here shortly, you know, with SHOT Show coming up, I'm hoping that a lot of companies announce uh, some of their new products. That way we can kind of talk about it here on the podcast. Uh, I've divided this list up into four categories. I did this myself. Divided it up by the ones that you know I expected to be on the list, as well as some of the common brands that tend to show up. There's the second category, which is handguns I'm not familiar with at this point. Handguns that I don't think deserve to be on the list, uh, which should be an interesting category. And then finally, a category for the ones that are so wild, 
I just had to find a new labeling for that. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into this. We're going to be starting with the ones that I expected to be here on this year review list. And the first one up is the FN Reflex. We've mentioned it earlier in the year on the podcast, but for me, this is one of the ones that I would have been slightly disappointed if it didn't make this list. And for each of these, go ahead and give some quick specs, maybe some pros and cons. So yeah, let's get into it with the FN Reflex. It has a barrel length of 3.3 inches, a weight of 18.4 pounds unloaded. Has a capacity of, well, it depends. FN ships 11 and 15 round magazines. So 11 plus one or 15 plus one, depending on which magazine you're using. And it has an MSRP of around 600 to $650. Some pros of this one, it's got an internal hammer fire. And the way the internal hammer fire, you know, it just, it results in a very light and crisp trigger pull. Uh, that's one of the big selling points of the reflex is the trigger pull and just how nice the trigger action is on it. And it has decent capacity for such a small firearm. You know, it's a micro compact and to be able to get 15 plus one on that is um, pretty nice. Definitely, definitely nice. Now some cons, you know, maybe this is not the, you know, it's a micro compact. So it has a width of about an inch. So, you know, if you got large hands, like I know Joey talks about his bare hands, if you have wide hands, maybe not the best choice for you. It's been having issues with certain ammo grains, uh, in particular 115. So uh, most advice I see online says to stick with 124 grain ammo. So just something you want to keep in mind. And then this isn't so much a con, but just more of a just so you know, if you buy it, uh, you're definitely going to want to break it in. I've seen folks mention that you need to lubricate it yourself before taking it to the range. So, you know, that's more just a heads up. But overall, I think it's a very solid micro compact firearm. Definitely encourage you to check it out. It's been one I've been wanting to get my hands on uh, myself for uh, a while since it was announced. Next up, we have the CZ Shadow 2 Compact. The original Shadow's lighter brother, CZ, has crafted a gorgeous firearm. My late grandfather might call it Purdy. This gorgeous firearm, it, it's more than just looks it's quality you know some have claimed that it is a fusion between a competition pistol and an edc can't really say that for myself but let's go ahead and take a look at the specs it has a barrel length of approximately 4.02 inches has a weight of approximately 870 grams has a capacity of 15 plus one and has an msrp of 1299 dollars it boasts an exceptional trigger, much like the Reflex, and the Shadow 2 Compact has been praised for its reliability and its accuracy. That MSRP, it, it's somewhat expensive, definitely. You'll find that with competition guns. And there's a couple that are on this list that are in that same vein. And uh, I've seen some claims online. Uh, people are, are Some people have said that it's unsafe to carry, Basically, a claim that uh, is susceptible to the firing pin getting hit by its hammer. It's a claim I find slightly exaggerated, but I do get it. Probably worth mentioning. So with the Shadow 2 Compact, I'd probably just encourage you guys, do your own research. Maybe avoid using it uh, if you carry inside the waistband, just to be safe. But I think if you carry it outside the waistband, 
you should be just fine. But overall, the Shadow 2 Compact was a gun that I was very impressed with. Again, for that MSRP, I'm probably never touching it because I'm poor. But it's definitely one that I would love to have the opportunity to fire sometime. Almost everything I've seen about uh, has been uh, really positive. Um, next up, we got someone that probably appears on a lot of these year-end lists. You got Six Hour, and they released the P365 AXG Legion Comp. So another competition pistol. So, of course, the MSRP for this one is 1199 I'd love to get Joey's thoughts on this, since he is more so the six-hour guy than I am. I think he'd have some really good insight into it. It's uh, pretty similar to the Shadow 2 Compact in terms of sort of the idea being like, oh, this is a competition gun, but you could also use it as an everyday carry. It's got a barrel length of 3.1 inches, a weight of 26 ounces with the magazine, has a capacity of 17 plus one, and I already mentioned the MSRP. The thing that sticks out to me when I first saw it was the grip texture on it. Just eyeballing it, I've been able to hold it in person. I do expect to be able to. Um, <laughs> I got roped into going to Great American Outdoor Show again, and I did double check. SIG is expected to have a booth there, so I'm excited to see that you know, get to feel it in my hands. So I can probably report back to you guys more about that. But I like the combination between, you know, the typical P365 and then the Legion features added on to that. As far as cons, there's not many to write home about. I mean, it's a competition gun from SIG. So I expect it, you know, you hear that, you expect it to be pretty solid. Right now, you might have some trouble finding some Kydex, some Kydex holsters for it. But I'm sure it won't take too long for that to be remedied. Um, I'd probably hold off on it till the price comes down slightly. But yeah, like the Shadow 2 before it, I think it's a solid firearm. Now, for the last one in this category, I'm going to talk about the Springfield Echelon. It's very reminiscent of the Springfield Hellcat. This full-size offering from Sp Springfield has a barrel length of 4.5 inches, weight approximately of 1.5 pounds, so quite light. Um, capacity the capacity on this is 17 plus one or 20 plus one if i remember correctly they send you three mags they send two of the 20 mags and then one at the 17 mag and then the msrp is around 700 dollars. which compared to a lot of the stuff that's on this list that's going to be one of your more reasonable price points i would say i'd probably like to see it bump down maybe a you know, around like 625 MSRP, but uh, that's just me. The pros on this, one thing I really, really liked about this was the U-shaped notch sight. Uh, I think that is really cool. It looks very, um, I'm not the biggest three-dot fan in the world, so having this U-shaped notch, it looks really, really nice. I love that. Uh, it's got nice slide serrations on the front and back to help you when you're racking the slide. And then its big selling point is they have a COG system, that COG system, makes this firearm incredibly modular, self-contained and serialized, basically allowing it to be easily moved between grip modules in, like in no time at all, which is a big plus. Cons, there's nothing too glaring. Just be very careful when you're installing the base plates. There's specific instructions. I've seen a couple videos where it looks like the mag explodes, which is wild. So yeah, just 
make sure you're doing things carefully. But, you know, at the same time, make sure you're doing things carefully. That can apply to each and every firearm. So, yeah, it's a pretty decent firearm with some cool features. Definitely encourage you to check it out. I've been liking what Springfield has been putting out more and more. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if they do anything this year. So now we're going to get to the ones that I'm not really familiar with at all. So I'll give some specs and just some initial thoughts on these because, again, I can't get into too much detail because I don't know. And I don't want to just, you know, say things I don't know on the podcast. That wouldn't be very responsible of me. So uh, the first one is the Cabot Insurrection, the bougie madman at Cabot, which is the same Cabot who made a firearm out of a freaking meteorite a couple of years back. I think it, they sold it for like, I think the meteorite, they like carbon dated it to like it being 4.5 million years old. So they sold it for like $4.5 million. Wild stuff. But they are back with all steel double stack 9mm 2011 called the Cabot Insurrection. The specs on this bad boy, it's uh, got a barrel length of 5 inches, weighs 42 ounces, has a capacity of 7 plus 1, and its MSRP is painful. It's around $6,000. But hey, when, you know, one of your most famous firearms costs $4.5 million, I suppose that's a significant markdown. My initial thought looking at this, you know those French gunsmiths back in the day? They made like super ornate firearms. This is sort of what the insurrection feels like, except this is like a modern steel equivalent. Colion Noir had a very fitting description for it. He called it tactical brutalism. Uh, I think that's very fitting. Uh, the grip on this thing is constructed with really intricate details. It's kind of just a joy to look at. Uh, you can tell a lot of work went into this. However, at this pr at that price point, I don't anticipate ever holding it in my hands or ever feeling comfortable holding it in my hands. Also, the name is a little lame, honestly, but, you know, whatever, whatever. Beautiful firearm. You know, look up pictures. It's pretty cool. Next up, we got the Beretta LTT Tomcat. Just the firearm that happened literally because of an April Fool social media joke. We have the Beretta LTT Tomcat. This is like a, it's like a mousy gun. It's got a barrel length of 2.9 inches. has a weight of 14.5 ounces. has a capacity of 7 plus 1. And you'll see varying MSRPs for this. And that's because custom work, uh, custom gun works with LTT. They they have it significantly cheaper, just the very standard version, which is close to $150, which, I mean, it's not much gun in terms of size. Um, but it, it's kind of wild. But, yeah, the $150 price point makes sense. But if you want the upgraded version um, where they've improved the trigger, that starts about $649. And then if you want optics on it or whatever, because yes, it's a mouse gun, but you can you can put optics on it. And I think even lights on the front, I think it even has a threaded barrel if you want to put a suppressor on that. Really wild gun. Um, but the, it goes up to as high as $920 MSRP. Here's what Langdon Tactical had to say about it. Some say memes can only be dreams, but we disagree. At Langdon Tactical... Custom without compromise means making dreams a reality. 
the LTT Tomcat RDO begin as a suppressor-ready Beretta 3032 Tomcat chambered in 32 ACP. We had the LTT RDO cut with a modified RMSC footprint to fit the Hollow Sun 407-507K and EPS optics, as well as the Sig Romero Sig Romero Zero Shield RMSC RMSC and other RMSC footprint optics. Additionally, we carry bevel the back of the slide to mitigate the sharp edges that often slide by during operation, and we top it off with a basic Langdon tactical trigger job that improves the smoothness and consistency of the trigger pull, which is where you get the $649 from. So in general, mouse guns aren't really my thing, but I respect the dedication to quality memeing. Uh, basically, they did it as an April Fool's joke, and a lot of people were like, hey, that would actually be really dope. You know, please sell these. And so they did. So I respect that. So props to Langdon Tactical for listening to their audience, even for the memes. Let's see, starting to run a little bit out of time. So I'm going to start picking up the pace a little bit. Uh, next up, we got the EAA Gerson MC14T, which is a Turkish brand. It's got a 4.5 inch barrel length, 25.8 ounce weight a capacity of 13 plus one and i was troubled find, finding a msrp for this just some initial thoughts real quick uh, it has a tip-up barrel which I, I think those are neat makes it easier to load so i don't think it's the worst option in the world if you're having trouble um racking the slide like if you have arthritis or something maybe this is an option but overall this is probably not my favorite on the list just again just initial impressions and then last up in this category we have the walther pdp match steel which is essentially an upgraded follow-on to the walther q4 q5 series and they specified so this comes in they have a polymer version and they have a steel version and the list at guns.com they specifically said the steel version so that's the one that we're focusing on it's got a barrel length of five inches a weight of 41 ounces, so it's pretty hefty. I mean, again, it's an all-steel gun, so that makes sense. It's a capacity of 20 plus 1, and it's an MSRP of $1,899. The extra weight of the steel is meant to help reduce the recoil, so you're able to reset a lot easier, so that's nice. I mean, it's Walther, so you're going to get a reliable and well-built handgun. And the 20 plus one capacity is always nice to have. However, and again, I've never fired one of these. Uh, I've never fired the match steel. So take this with a grain of salt. But the metal frame, I don't know. It doesn't seem to justify a $600 jump in price between the steel frame and the polymer frame. I don't know if it justifies that much of a jump for me. Still, it's your money. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. If you have that kind of money to drop, then you'll probably like this firearm quite well. So those were the ones that you know I didn't feel I knew enough about to really dive into. Now, we have two more categories, and we have two more firearms. So there's one per category. Uh, and this is where it gets pretty interesting. The one that I disagree with being on the list, which may be shocking to some of y'all that have you know, listened since I've been on the podcast, is the Glock 49. 
with a barrel length of 4.49 inches, a weight of 22 ounces, a capacity of 15 plus one, and an MSRP of $750. And the reason I disagree with it being on this best list, I'm not saying it's a bad firearm at all. It's a Glock. You know, they, they make quality firearms. But essentially, the Glock 49 is a Glock 19 size grip frame with a Glock 17 size slide. You know, Joey and I, we've had our disagreements over the years about Glocks in general. We both agree that they're quality firearms, but I've had to defend Glock from Joey in the past. But to be honest, I put it on this list because I'm getting a little bit tired of the lack of innovation from them. And yeah, I don't think I'm the only Glock fan that's starting to feel this way. I mean, Glock, we have so many proven models. We know what you guys can do. We love what you guys do. But just try to do something new. Try to innovate. Try to, you know, you're getting out. Sorry, getting a little heated on this one. Yeah. I just, it's frustrating to see so many firearms companies try these different and bold things that really are advancing firearm technology. Uh, and Glock, it feels like they're kind of just content doing the same old thing. So that's why that's why I made it onto the list. Again, I'm sure this is a quality firearm. Um, if you love Glock, you'll probably like this one. Just, uh, oh no, man, it's getting, I want them to try something. That's all. So we have our last category, the what the heck category as i'm calling it this is the only revolver that made it on this list it's the taurus judge home defender and this is a very portly individual um i if you haven't seen it yet if you haven't heard of it please before you continue just pause the podcast go look up a picture of it you'll see why i put it in this category if you have heard of it, then you probably know why. It's got a barrel length of 13 inches. It has a weight of 3.6 pounds. It's a five-shot revolver, which fires 45 LC and 410 bore. And has an MSRP of $729.99. And to be honest, it looks really freaking cool. I'm not going to lie. I I can definitely see why you would want this for home defense or maybe like something to have in the truck. Goodness gracious. Imagining the poor robber that, you know, strolled up on that. I really want to get my hands on one of these. I want to take it to a range because of it's sheer audacity to exist. It looks awesome. And the things I've set, seen about it, it's like the recoil isn't really that bad. And you can actually mount an optic to it, which is sick. I don't know. It, it was just crazy. I was not expecting when I was going through the list. I was not expecting that. Uh, I'm glad it ended up there just because I think it's really cool. And it seemed like a fitting end to this list of top new handguns from 2023, according to guns.com. And so that is our list. I hope you guys enjoyed. Really, I would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, you think of the, what you think of the list. If you think I'm on base, off base, I'm sure my opinion on the Glock 49 is, is going to have some comments on that. 
but I would also love to hear what your favorite new handguns from last year were. Do a top 10, top five even, or just your favorite handgun that came out last year. I'd love to be able to share it on the show uh, and see what you guys think. So if you guys want to share that, I'd suggest either leaving a comment on the YouTube video when we post it or sending an email to marketing at sdi.edu. Again, love to hear your thoughts on this. And I'm very excited now that we've kind of looked back into the past. I'm very excited to see what's coming up in our future. Well, until next time, that has been the gun rack. Thank you guys very much. And have fun. Stay safe. And we will see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.